Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. So I've seen a lot of tweets and YouTube videos lately of operators and investors claiming that we're currently on track to repeat the real estate market crash of 2008. Here's why they're wrong. So when you look back at 2008 and everything that led up to the market crash, there are some factors that look awfully familiar to what's going on today. In fact, home prices fell 4.9% in the back half of 2022. And this is the largest plunge in value that we've seen since 2008, when home values dropped around 5.8% in the same time frame. And now we're also starting to see some turmoil in the banking industry. Turmoil largely caused by poor risk management, which rings familiar to the banking industry in 2008. So while today's market is a bit iffy and people are rightly cautious at the moment, this is not a repeat of the Great Recession. And here's five reasons why. First is the job market. We've always said that one of the best indicators for a healthy real estate market is a healthy job market. And right now, it's the healthiest it's been in 54 years. The current unemployment rate is 3.5%, and that's the lowest it's been since 1969. Whereas in 2008, the unemployment rate was nearly twice as high, and 8 million jobs were lost in a single year. Contrary to that, we saw a record number of jobs created in the last year, beaten only by the number of jobs created the year before. So things are looking pretty good in that department. Number two, consumer protection. So in response to the 2008 crisis, the government passed the Dodd-Frank Act. This act was intended to protect the consumer from predatory lending and to also regulate the banking industry to prevent the mistakes that caused the market to fail in the first place. Now there is a ton that this bill does and we don't have the time to dive into all of it, but because of the Dodd-Frank Act, the subprime mortgage loans that we saw in 2008 are pretty much non-existent today. And number three, inventory. So while there were many factors that led to the housing bubble, there was one thing that popped it, oversaturation. So there was a lot of speculative home construction in 2008 because the demand was so high. Developers were willing to take the risk in building homes at just insane rates. And when the rates rose, the real estate market slowed. And those that could no longer afford their monthly mortgage payments because of this, well, they couldn't refinance either and they were forced to sell only adding more supply to the already grossly oversaturated market. Today, there's a much healthier supply and demand dynamic. If anything, there's not enough supply. All right, number four, low delinquency. So due to predatory lending, there was an insanely high amount of delinquency 15 years ago. By the summer of 2008, over 10% of homes were either delinquent or in foreclosure. Whereas today, these rates are still historically low, sitting around 3.5% over the last few years. Now, thanks to the Dodd-Frank Act and its protection of consumers, lenders are now required to inform their borrowers of all their loan options, and they can no longer steer them towards mortgage options without considering their qualifications or ability to pay back the loan. And last, low foreclosure rates. So in many of those cases of delinquency, the ultimate outcome was foreclosure. However, we're seeing record low foreclosure rates right now, just at 0.6%, which you compared to 4.6% we saw in 2008. Again, this is thanks to the regulations and safety nets put into place to avoid the same thing from happening again. 
So when you take a step back and you look at the two markets between 2008 and now, really the only similarity is the low interest rates. All the other factors from 2008 are missing from the current equation. So what we're experiencing right now is more likely the market just rebalancing from 2019 to 2022. And so while sales have slowed, the prices remain relatively stable and the demand is met with a proportional supply. So while no one can say for certain where the market's going, there's a lot of fear mongering happening right now. And based on all the things that we're seeing, it just seems unlikely that we're gonna see a repeat of 2008. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.